Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and on this quick shot of romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Carolina. Hi, Carolina. Hey, Becky. Um, So I'm super excited to talk about this book with you. As soon as I got a copy of the ARC, I was like, want this? And you're like, yes. <laughs> well, I love Stacey Kennedy, so I am right. always up for reading anything she writes. Um, so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Most Eligible Cowboy by Stacey Kennedy. This is a category romance. And also, I should note, Stacey Kennedy is an all-time favorite author for both Carolina and I. Um, if she writes it, we read it. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before we get into the meat of this episode and review the book, I want to talk about what does category romance mean? Because I will say that word at times and every once in a while somebody will be like, what are you talking about? What's category romance? Yeah, I I asked the question. I'm like, what does that mean? It (laughs) makes no sense. So category romance are novels of a certain length were released under a common imprint at regular intervals, often a certain number per month. They may have a quick life on shelves before the next month's titles come out. So typically these books get one printing. They do not get reprints. Um, Many of us grew up with our moms or our grandmas, aunts getting uh, boxes of the red covered romances in the mail when we were children. Or you go to the library and it would always be on the turn turn shelves, the spinning shelves, that you would see the white, red, or purple, blue uh, spined books that they were. So they're in mass. They're printed mass paperback, which means they're a shorter, smaller paperback um, and a less quality paper. These books were not meant to stand the step- test of time. So- it was almost like a... Well, it's not, you're not paying a subscription, but it's kind of that subscription mentality. Like new ones come every month and like that's what you kind of, before subscriptions were a big thing. It was a subscription too. And it was kind of like, but not a magazine, but a book. Um, And if you're a kid of the nineties, there was Columbia House Records. It was kind of that same kind of thing. You paid a monthly fee and things came to your house. (laughs) Just happened to be romance books. Um, so most eligible cowboy is part of the Harlequin desire imprint and there are different imprints. There's intrigue, there's desire, there's silhouette. There is, and you're even going to find some that are on the sweeter side, um, that are going to be fade to black or, um, closed door. And then you'll find some pretty spicy, spicy ones, uh, You can expect these books to be around 200 mass market pages. That's around 64,000 words. So the size of a category romance is somewhere in between a novella and what we've come to expect from a full-length novel. But each category should feel like a complete story. And And it absolutely has to stand on its own. It cannot be reliant on a previous book because of how fast they cycle through. Okay, that was your educational tip for today. Um, So, Carolina, read us- I learned a few new things there too. (laughs) Read us the synopsis from Goodreads. 
Okay, the synopsis for Most Eligible Cowboy. Keeping a low profile is tough for Texas's sexiest bachelor. Ooh, say that five times fast. Right. Um, could a pretend relationship solve the problem? Find out in the first Devil's Bluff novel by Stacey Kennedy. Yeah, cowboy, we've got a deal and a very fake engagement. Being named Texas's sexiest bachelor is the... Um, opposite of fun for divorced rancher Coulter Ward. So when old friend Adeline Harlow shows up determined to land an exclusive interview, they strike a deal to form a fake relationship. The one flaw everyone believes are headed for happily ever after. But with Adeline returning to New York and Coulter's family needing him in Devil's Bluff, where will they end up? So this is again Harlequin's desire, a luxurious world of bold encounters and sizzling chemistry. AKA that means this is open door. There will be on page sex. The book pops. Um, The release date for this is November 29th of 2022. This will be a spoiler free episode. Tropes, cowboy, fake relationship, small town, childhood crush, second chance at love. Um, This is book one in the devil's bluff. It is an interconnected standalone. Stacey did share that book two is coming in the spring, which I was slightly giddy about <laughs> put out percentages 48%. That is something else that you can come to expect from category romance. The put out percentage is always going to be almost halfway through the book or at halfway. It will never be less. It'll never be more. So um, mention. So I should content warning. There is mention of a death of a parent due to terminal illness on page. So, um, yeah, and it's a, it's a plot point. It is a plot point, but you know, some people, especially right now with holidays, they just might not be. No, I'm, I'm saying like, it's, you know, it's, it is a, it's not just mentioned on the page. It is a plot point in the story. So. So let us talk about the grumpiest cowboy. When we meet him, Coulter Ward, (laughs) he is in a bar dirty and filthy from working the ranch and the cattle um Mm -hmm. and he goes into his local small town into his local hangout to get a drink and some dinner but he refuses to shower or clean up before he goes into town because he is tired he is tired of being (laughs) bugged by the girls the women they just don't stop and he's kind of hoping that you know that'll be a deterrent for it it's not uh, though. <laughs> it's not. They still, it's, these women, like it's it's a little stereotypical of like the gold digging woman kind of element of things, and so you're just kind of you roll your eyes at it a little bit. You do. Um, it and really, it's there to drive a contrast to what like his relationship and interactions with Adeline. Yeah, so, I will say. Coulter is a very layered character. And that's one of the things that I love about Stacey Kennedy is when she gives us a character, we get all of these layers and the depth of who they are as a person. They're never who they seem at the start of the page. So at the start of this story, Coulter is like, what, a couple months previous on a huge worldwide blog. He was announced as tech. They did like the 50. 50- oh, no. Well, it he actually ended up he saved an animal and the photo video went viral 
And so that ended up as, you know, the 50 states that because of that video, he ended up being the sexiest bachelor from Texas. Texas. So that gave him a lot of attention, not to mention he's, he, his family is very well known. They have a lot of money. And so add on to all of that. He's just. But he's more than just this cowboy. He is first a son and his care and depth for his parents. And a brother. And a brother. You know, he's, so he's son, he is brother. Then there's this divorce. He married his high school sweetheart. He left the small town and moved up to upstate uh, or to Washington. And, um, and it was his high school sweetheart. And he thought that this was going to be his forever match. He learned to fly helicopters and that's what he did. He flew helicopter charters up in Seattle, but Big Town Living was not for him. And then also his high school sweetheart, she wanted the prestige and the money. And he... and He, he, he mentions that she changed. Uh, there were a, cer- a few certain events that also changed her and what she was aspiring for. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he wanted. Yeah. And in contrast, like you said, Adelaide is... Adeline is not like Coulter. She, um, but she is also this really layered in depth character that you just almost instantly are like, yep, best friend. Yep. I want to know her. I need to know her. So she grew up in this small town. Um, she actually used to babysit Coulter's younger brother. And was around the family. So knows the brother, knows his parents. And they ran in separate crowds. Coulter and Adeline ran in separate crowds in high school. And she was like kind of the nose in a book. Kind of the quintessential wallflower book nerd. um, That he never paid attention to her back then. Plus he was, he had his high school girlfriend. Um. So, but she knew him and she crushed on him. She did crush on him. When she was about 16, her mom made the decision to move them out of the small town and moved them to New York City. And Adeline has some daddy, unresolved daddy issues. Uh, her dad and mom were not together. Her dad was not in her life. He She didn't know her dad's, she didn't know her dad at all and didn't know who her dad was, I think, until she was 21. Yeah, until she, she was almost, like, an adult. Yeah. She was an adult. And so, it, like, the reality of who that person is, like, wasn't there until she came back yeah. to town. And so there's a great line, I thought, about Adeline's crush on Coulter. I had feelings for him since high school, and now he's this grown man who's just perfect in every way. And she's talking to her best friend, Nora. She's like, God, Nora, he's my dream guy in bed and out of it. And she just has big feelings. Well, Coulter is very like wall blank. I'm not talking about my feelings. Just almost robotic in his manner, in his movements and how he functions. Like slot A must have slot B. You know, like he doesn't step outside his circle much. 
Well, and you come to realize as part of a story, you know, his divorce happened a year ago. He's still kind of reeling from that. It's also at the same time, you know, the reality of the condition of his father and him having to take over the the ranch in certain ways like his brother's taken over in a portion of it and he's taken so it's not really where he's meant to be but there's a lot of concern for this family and how his mother's handling everything so he's he, he's pretty much like you feel like he's compartmentalizing everything yeah um but I think to give some context, Adeline's back in town because she works for the magazine who published, or the newspaper or magazine who published the um, most eligible bachelors, and she's vying for a promotion, and if she can get an interview with Coulter, then this will help her. Yeah, because he's Um, turned down every follow-up interview, he wants nothing to do with the media attention, and they send Adeline there and it's if she can secure this promotion, if she can secure an exclusive interview with Coulter. And right there in that first chapter, Coulter says, OK, I'll give it to you. But you got to be my fake girlfriend, my fake fiance, because. No, fake girlfriend it starts with the right, fake girlfriend. Starts with fake girlfriend. Because then there's a moment that. <laughs> the video. Like, the The video so she they're sitting later she agrees to to do this they're sitting on a bench later in town and she drops something or they drop something he kneels down to pick it up for her and somebody gets a photo of it and that twists it into he proposed so now they have to pretend she's engaged and so of course she has to move in with him to make it believable it's the only thing that that makes sense it's the only thing that makes sense Hello. Well, and Coulter is very clear about why he wants this fake relationship, that the whole purpose of it is he is dodging these women. He needs them to back off and leave him alone. And he spells it out for her. He's like, I'm sure you're a wonderful woman, but let me make this unboundedly clear to you. I am not (laughs) looking for a relationship. However, I don't even think it's three chapters later. He's given her grandma's ring. This engagement ring that's been in the family that his ex-wife never got. Well, that was for an event he needed to attend, like a charity gala. No, something. he gives her the ring even before that. Because it yeah, was for the gala. I thought he gave it to her before because he's mm. like, you got to have a ring. Um, It's noticed it, at the gala. It's, it's an, noticed at the gala for sure. By the but ex-wife. You got to have a ring. Yep. And so he gives her... He gives her that one. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to just say, this is the part that I love about Stacey Kennedy's writing. Yeah. Now, I read a lot of Stacey Kennedy's spicier stuff, much spicier stuff. So I was, I was definitely curious going into this book because I knew it wasn't going to be those. Um, and what I love about those spicier books is the intimacy she develops between characters and it was in this book 100% from the quiet conversations the one-on-one conversations they have together like on the bench or horse riding or wherever it is like they just there's that vulnerability in them Um, but I have to say like my favorite one of all of that was actually when they were dancing together at this gala event 
and they're full on having just this heart to heart conversation while they're like dancing like on the ballroom floor like yeah. it is just I don't know I it's super swoony moment like you're just the connection and the chemistry and the intimacy is just perfect well, and I think that that shows us the quality of author that Stacey Kennedy is. She's limited in words. She's limited on space, but she still gives us complex characters, a really great storyline, but the intimacy and the connections that she's known for. And sometimes we read a 500 page book and we still are kind of like, um, did they Ooh, even what? like each other? Like, yeah, but this book, you... I think that from that park bench moment to the horseback riding to the helicopter ride, even before we get to the the gala and some of the th great things in this book mm -hmm. that happened at the gala, these two characters, you believe in their connection. You know their HEA is there. And there's... Just the way their story, they open up about themselves to yeah. each other. And that whole develops, like you can see, even though this is a fake relationship, and even though there's elements of like, of you, they see each other physically attracted to each other. And you see those moments on page, like, nope, this is a fake relationship. Nope, this is, you know, my brother's babysitter. Nope, like she does that internal monologue. So you see them trying to fight the physical connection. Um, she also develops these moments for them to reveal themselves to each other. Yeah. Well, and it's low angst with some outside forces, but I love that she didn't use the typical, the biggest hurdle these two needed to get over was she's a big city girl living in New York city and family obligations. And he's a small town guy are keeping him at the ranch in Texas. And his family obligations. Yeah. So it's this, I love that there wasn't really, there wasn't angst for no purpose. It was, it all made sense. It just showed the strength of their connection and their relationship. And um, it was such a fun, unexpected read. Like I expect Stacey Kennedy <laughs> to always love her books. Like, you know, whatever. One click author. I love. Um, but given that this is the first category I've read from her in a while, it was kind of like, this was great. Mm -hmm. I really yeah. liked this. Like, give me more. Also, it's short. So I need well, that book now, Stacey, if you're listening. So well, anyway. and I think it just reinforces that I also love her writing yeah. that I've because I've read the much spicier stuff and all, like all of her kind of sex club series like I knew that I liked that so sometimes when you step out like you you read an author like that does something different like a different genre if you will subgenre or different tropes in in all of those environments sometimes it doesn't translate you're like no I'm just gonna stick with this I like where they go with this but here I was like nope give me more I yeah. The, the quality of writing was there so absolutely i could not agree more um this is my i, mean, I wouldn't complain if there was more steam but i think for this story it was the perfect amount um agreed <laughs> so there's a really great quote from coulter or no it's from adeline to coulter and 
I just felt like this was big emotions in this book. I never expected you either. You were my crush, my heartthrob, but you've become so much more than that. And I think that that's like this book. Like it starts as this crush and then Mm -hmm. it gradually moves to heartthrob. And then by the end, it is so much more than you could ever expect in, you know, 220 pages. (laughs) And there's a line that he says to her that says, I wish I saw you then like I see you now. I'm sorry I didn't. Yeah. Like swoon, <laughs> swoon. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, I lo- anyway. I love this book, yeah. but uh, the, the most eligible cowboy by Stacey Kennedy. It is out. You can get it in Go ebook form. Read it. Go read it. But Go it, get it. It should be on the shelf at your local grocery, your HEB, or your Walmart, your Target. Um, most categories are still sold in just your regular old local department stores. Anyway, go get it. Go read it. Go read it. Um, Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.